0: Charlemagne Tha God here. I can't wait to see you at the Black Effect Podcast Festival coming to you live on Saturday, April 22nd at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by myself and Jess Alaska. If you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? The Black Effect is bringing some of the hottest podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, and Big Facts for one day only, okay? For inspiring podcasters, we've got you covered. If you don't want to miss the Black Effect Podcast Festival, make sure to get your tickets today at blackeffect.com.
1: Please stand clear of the
2: doors.
3: Hey guys, on the monorail, can't wait to go see the Finding Nemo show over Animal Kingdom. I love the puppets. Dude, I love the puppets. The puppets
2: are so good.
1: Yeah, the puppers are cool.
2: The music's really good too.
1: Yeah, I think I'll set this one out. What? Why would you... Wait, hold on. We sit in the theater. Why would you sit this? I don't understand. I did not even want you in the yeah, theater. Yeah, guys,
0: I'll stand this one out.
1: What do you want to say?
3: Congratulations <laughs> and anniversary. Welcome to episode one hundred and fifty six of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today, we will be giving the his on Finding Nemo the Big Blue and Beyond. Right now, we are recording live for our group troop members. If you don't want to watch us live, just go ahead and sign up for our group troop. Just go to DizHiz.com and you'll find the link at the very top. As well as seeing our faces, you'll be entered into our lovely giveaways. Last week, we gave away two, three Cheeky Chicks wax melts. Uh, We also actually have a comic book that I need to give away, which we'll probably give away soon. Um, we give away Disney merch, Diz His merch, many other things. You also get access to our Goof Troop chat where you can interact with us, the host, and our other Goof Troop members. We talk Disney daily and have daily Disney-themed questions. Plus, our live shows are a little messy and we have lots of fun. And our, our lowest tier is like 2 bucks a month. Go ahead and check us out at DizHiz.com.
1: And speaking of the, the, um, the wax melt, I actually just uh, had on the other day and it was a good smell in my house. Right? Have you burned it yet?
3: Yeah, we we have been burning it, and it uh, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it is. Which it's one, Alex? Good. The Diz His one? Yes, the Diz His one.
3: Oh,
0: I still have to order that one.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good. Made the house yeah. smell very nice.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a good good smell. It's like a I, I, it's like a tropical type smell. Um, yeah. So go ahead and check that out. Go to uh, magicallyscented.com. dot com and go ahead and check out our our uh, wax melt. All you gotta do is search Dizhis, and we'll show up. Uh, Jen, welcome back.
2: Thanks. How still you feeling? None better
3: yes you're not gonna be coughing all over like everyone even though we're all virtual right it's Uh, so
2: funny when you think (laughs) like i'm sure people still get skeeved out like if someone's hacking and coughing you know over a microphone or through a phone or whatever well i think (laughs) this variant
3: kind of travels through the web i heard yeah i almost caught it it in the
0: metaverse the other day (laughs) stop
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> clap because then i You've will been,
0: you dabble in the metaverse chris oh yeah half my half my life is the, in the, spent in the metaverse Joe. do they
3: have disney there it's like disney can you go to like disney world in the metaverse
0: well it's not disney but it's um it's like it
3: oh okay okay, okay. <laughs> okay. so <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about the finding nemo show right right now uh it's we're going to be talking about the name the the big blue and beyond is going to be the name that's coming out cuz right now it's not open right you you can't go to this attraction but it's going to open up this summer and then the name is going to be the big boom beyond i have been in this show i really like this show i enjoy the show um i know some of our patreon members talk about it and they like it too um what do you guys think about this show
1: alex i love this show um it's not that long and so you know me i'm a big uh you know get up the feet rest the feet, then get out of the heat kind of guy. And this is one of those shows where you can go to and have a, a nice, cool break, rest your feet while you're watching the show. And I love the puppets. I love the performances. And I like yep. Finding Nemo. So it's a great, uh, it's great all around. Yeah,
3: I can say that I, the first time I saw it, I was really surprised of the quality, you know, of the show. I mean, the uh, performers are, I mean, yeah, top tier. The puppets are great. Uh, so how about you, Jen? What do you think of this show?
2: Oh, um, we like the show. We actually had a friend that starred in the show for um, a while that. um, So we've, you know, kind of gone just to see him perform and things like that when the kids were little. I think, in fact, I think he worked on the show all the way up until it was, uh, you know, shut down. It's a good show. It's not too long. Um, Music is catchy. And, um, you know, especially in Animal Kingdom, because, you know, it's the hottest of the parks. It's probably um, wise to get (laughs) off your feet. And out of the heat frequently, right, Chris?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Have you seen the show? Yes, and I have actually some words to describe it: amazing, uh, entertaining, and good music are words that I would not use to describe. This oh snap. show. I hate the show. I really. really? Do. Oh, I hate it. It's horrible. It's so. T- it's so corny. Listen, You're corny. There was no there was no music in Finding Nemo for a reason. It doesn't belong. I, I I love Finding Nemo. Don't don't ruin it with music. I just thought all the the only the only music I want to hear in Find Nemo is uh Mr. Ray singing the whatever he sings for three seconds in the movie. Not a fan. The Big Blue World is debatably the worst song I've ever heard in my life. And every time someone starts singing it in my family, everyone's like, stop, stop, because it gets stuck in your head all day long. <laughs> I'm about long. to
3: kick you off the show, man, Like for real right now. I'm about to go ahead and, like,
0: it, it, you might need it, a little bit of a break. It's bad. It's a bad show. Pulp's it's not great. that
3: bad. How is it bad, man? You just, just explained it. You just said it was bad. I'm, I'm starting to wonder about your uh, credibility? taste in music. Or, yeah, I also credibility don't have, for sure. I
0: also don't have kids, so. what's that have to do with anything? I have better taste in things. It's, <laughs> it's proven. I it's like <laughs> this
2: show better than the Festival of the Lion King. Some, Ooh, some of your taste really?
1: goes to your kids.
2: I'm not a fan that's of That's not Festival true. Of Lion
1: King. Oh, I love Festival of Lion King. Mm-mm. I like Festival of Lion King too. I like the pupples, puppets, man. You don't
0: like the puppets? The puppets are in this great. Show? Chris, you don't like the puppets? I'd look, look at them in a museum. Sure. i walk by good. That's a good puppet. That's a good puppet. I feel
1: like you're slowly that's turning a, a good into good Alex. Puppet. You know, like that
0: one puppet. meme?
3: You know, like that one meme where you have like, Homer Simpson and he's yeah. like, going into the. The, the, like bushes. the w- Wrigley Field. Like, <laughs> I like just come out with a
0: red beard out of the bush. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's Alex. <laughs> it's just, hey, listen, it's just not a good show. It's just not a good show. I was excited for it, too. I was excited. It's long. It's not long. It's, oh, it's way too. How, how long is it?
1: Uh, it was 30 minutes. All right. It's
0: like 25 minutes too long.
3: <laughs> See, Chris is not going. Chris is not going for shows. I'm like, a big show favorite? guy.
0: Oh, I'm a big show guy. I introduced Emily to show. She's like, we're going to Disney. I was like, listen, forget the rides. We're going to these shows. The like, that's what I grew up.
1: We're at Disney one day. Forget the rides.
0: Give me Country <laughs> Bear Jamboree. It's like oh a seven, God. it's like a seven-minute show. And it's hilarious. It's longer
2: than seven minutes. It's
0: not, it's not 30, though. not 30. And give me, uh, give me it's tough, tough to be a bug. Give me that I like surprise that. little poke in the butt at the end. <laughs> I, I I would sit. I would rather be poked in the butt for the whole duration of it's tough to be a bug than sit in those uncomfortable chairs in the Finding Nemo
1: show. Their chairs are uncomfortable, and we'll get to I'll tell you why after we talk about it in the history.
0: Hey, Dad, hey, Dad, wouldn't it be cool if I maybe met a shark when I'm at school? Or an angelfish? Is it true that they.
3: Well, let's get to the his on Finding Nemo, the Big Blue, and Beyond.
2: In the Big world. for me. That's what I'm afraid
0: of. Hey Dad, do you know how old sea turtles sea are? Sea turtles? I don't know. Sandy Plankton said they could live to be a hundred! Well, if I ever meet
1: one, I'll ask. Me too. Maybe I'll meet a sea. Funny of. Nemo The Big Blue and Beyond is a stage show at Animal Kingdom. It is specifically a puppet show, with cast members being fully exposed while operating and voicing their puppets. The show is located at the Theater in the Wild that is on the map in Dinoland, USA. But seems to be on its own between Dinoland and Asia. The Theater in the Wild opened alongside the opening of Animal Kingdom with a show called Journey into the Jungle Book and then transitioned to Tarzan Rocks. In 2006, the theater debuted Finding Nemo the Musical, which ran until the COVID shutdown in 2020. This summer, 2022, Disney updated the show with it returning as Finding Nemo the Big Blue and Beyond.
0: How was that? That'd be, it, yeah, how was that? It was, was it? good. Sounds it was like... Collins, right?
2: And there's, they were, like, roller skating through the auditorium. Like, I remember that show vividly. Really? Good show. Yes.
1: Yeah, I know nothing of these shows.
0: Alex. Yes. You like this show, right? I do. But me and you like something a little bit more. And we have a mutual love for The Jungle Book. We do love The Jungle Book. How cool would it have been? Let's trade Nemo away. Let's bring back The Jungle Book. We had this whole John Favreau renaissance. And Jungle Book was still just in sitting sitting in the in the in the back uh, back warehouses, all those costumes from this original show. Could have just been dusted off and, and say, see a big blue world, and then the bare necessities would be back, baby. But no.
3: I wouldn't mind seeing that. I
0: kind of find it
2: looks- funny. There's two. Sorry, Chris, I cut you off.
0: No, I was just saying instead we just write <laughs> these dumb songs for a movie that doesn't Look, have music it's in it dumb don't man. Don't let Chris talk back. Name one other song, than Big Blue World. The name the big of Big
1: Blue World, for yeah. what Finding Nemo? Yeah, uh, Finding I think Nemo. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find my dad. Was a song.
0: Now Alex did the history <laughs> on this, so he doesn't count.
1: <laughs> I just made that up, Jim. What were you
0: saying? <laughs> See, I, I I thought you were I thought you were a television. Jim, what were you saying?
2: I was. Um, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking though. I mean, Nemo is. I love the movie, mm-hmm. but you know we have we have two attractions. Well, a show and an attraction. Is that something that I like? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. What else? What other movie has more than one attraction at the parks?
0: That's a um, it's a good question.
1: Yeah. Because while you. Nemo
2: is a popular movie, Toy Story
1: movie, has multiples. They have, oh, yeah. Well, that's a whole
2: land. Star that's, Wars.
1: But no, but they also have Buzz Lightyear uh, mm, yeah. in Magic Kingdom. So they have a land and a ride in a different park.
2: Okay. That's a good one.
1: Star Wars, too.
3: I mean, Star Tours is outside the land.
1: Yeah, which is so dumb. They should have a Star Tour, Star Land, Star Wars around. They should really Star Land. They should just name park Star Land. <laughs> they should. They should just call it Starland. Um. Oh, what other movie has two rides or two attractions? We should say.
2: Well, Little Mermaid used to, but they closed it. The show
1: because mm.
2: there is the Voyage of mm, the Little yeah, Mermaid right. and yeah, Frozen. Steve's right.
1: Frozen. Yes. Which I loved Voyage of the Little Mermaid the show
0: i didn't like that yeah because I. you songs. like that
3: show better than nemo show
0: yeah because i enjoy good music okay. joe all right i'd rather <laughs> listen to under the sea than big blue world it's not even a real it's not even real hey
3: can i ask you a question when's it so uh when's the last time you saw this show how did you remember the like how was, did you remember little, how it goes it
0: was because everyone remembers it you hear it once you hear it forever that's how good uh, it is is that no, you, because you, they, you know you can sing it whenever no because it's on that one it's in the attraction it's in my nightmares joe it's everywhere joe you
2: you know what part of the problem is is that we're not necessarily accepting of music okay so whether or not in any of these movies that are you know musicals you that music kind of just it's ingrained in your head it goes along with the movie so it naturally transitions over into those attractions when you don't have that with Nemo you're almost reinventing the wheel kind of thing you know what I mean you're trying to attach songs to memories that don't exist and so that would make it a lot harder to accept
0: I agree with you I also think that um, okay so this came out in 2007 there has to be I mean okay so it is Animal Kingdom so I guess the I guess the show would have to be centered around animals, right? Yes. So, because I was going to say like, Princess and the Frog would have been a great musical track, but I think that was, came a couple of years later. I'm not sure. But there, I'm, I'm sure that there's Disney movies having to do with animals that have good original music. They could have thrown in here instead of Nemo, instead of like exact, exactly exactly like you said, like, reinventing the wheel. I don't know. Uh, Aristocats.
2: Don't know. Let's put that in there.
0: Aristocats.
2: It's got great music.
0: It, it does. It does. Hmm. Lady Domesticated
2: animals.
3: I would. I really would have liked to Maybe see that. Jungle Cur- Um, Jungle Book.
0: That would be a really, really. I think. I, yeah. that, that's my number one, and I, I I. don't think we'll ever get one. Although Disney is a little late to the game sometimes, I think that would have been. Uh, that would be such a cool ride. Uh, going through the jungle with you know following Baloo yeah. and 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 uh, Mowgli. Um, that that I wish they would have changed, even though it would have made no sense. Splash Mountain into um oh, into Jungle
2: Book. That would
1: parks. have worked. Yeah, that would be cool.
2: No, you would one area. you would 100% get a uh, overlay with the Jungle Cruise. That mm. has so much more potential if you were going to Now there there would be a riot, but <laughs> if you were if you were going to interject the Jungle Book into something, it would fit the most natural in that ride.
0: That is true.
2: You wouldn't even have to do much. No. In fact, that could be a good, you know, overlay just in general, Um, you yeah. know, for They
0: should have
1: taken reason. out
3: Trader Sam and just put Mowgli in there.
2: They could have, yeah. yeah. What,
3: has... what would they name
1: it? Jungle Cruise
3: book?
2: <laughs> Jungle Book Cruise.
0: <laughs> like, the, like when they just, when they change the U to the I for Jingle Cruise, all I have to do is just put book over
1: just, cruise. They don't even put the word. They just put an <laughs> actual book next to it. <laughs> when Animal Kingdom opened at Walt Disney World in 1998, Theater in the Wild debuted the show, Journey into the Jungle Book. This 30-minute stage show would be performed 10 times a day. The Theater in the Wild holds 1,500 guests, an amphitheater sitting between Dinoland USA and Asia. The show used mobile costume characters, along with human performers, utilizing puppets. The stage was set up as a multi-plane picture book for depth. The show followed the story of the animated film, The Jungle Book, with the songs performed by the performers. Many of the costumes were utilized in many ways allowing performers to play an animal in one scene and a bush or tree in the next. Some of the larger animals even required two entertainers to operate them. The show would be closed by April of 1999, after only one year performing. It was quickly replaced by Tarzan Rocks, a high-energy performance that used the Phil Collins soundtrack from the film. The show featured acrobatics and skating stunts, while performers reenacted a short version of the film. The show had some great performances, with Tarzan and Jane soaring around the crowd, performing aerial ballet. The ending of the show was a grand spectacle with all twenty-seven cast members on the stage to sing "You'll Be in My Heart." Tarzan Rocks had its last show on January twenty-first, two thousand six. In April two thousand six, Disney announced that a musical adaptation of funny Nemo will premiere by two thousand seven. Now it does
0: make sense, though, Jen, that it only lasted a year because when you come Jungle Book, awesome movie, awesome soundtrack, but when you come along and have the opportunity, I guess, to pump some Phil Collins into somewhere with a with a That's brand new true. movie, how do you say no? But I that which also um brings up the point that i would have loved to be at the meeting where like listen uh phil collins is great and all these acrobatic stunts are great and all but listen i got a really good idea let's write brand new music that's never been heard before and throw it into finding nemo that has nothing to do with with the it really has nothing what are you to do with talking um, about man what do you what do you mean what am i talking about he's saying uh, why did they finding replace... nemo
3: was a huge hit though tarzan yes. was not right that's did why you, they used how,
0: it. How, how how was the soundtrack for finding Nemo?
1: There was none.
0: Oh, but that's not. (laughs) But that's not why they did it. They did it because
1: they needed to get Nemo IP in the parks. Houseville Collins and Tarzan was old
0: track record.
1: I don't know. A lot better than uh, Finding Nemo soundtrack.
3: But but I don't go to a uh, theme park to to go to musicals. I'm not going to Disney. Why why, why do you go to
0: Finding Nemo then?
3: It's not really about the. It's not really a musical though.
1: It is a musical.
3: I mean, it is, but also the puppets It's literally called awesome. Finding Nemo the
1: musical. Have we
2: not been <laughs> arguing about the music quality of this show for the past 15 minutes? It's literally
1: called Finding Nemo the musical.
0: No, mean? It's also in the middle of, in, where, where is this, in Africa or Asia? That's the, it's that's in the, between. It's between
1: Dinoland and Asia.
0: Ah, oh, so close enough to Australia, right? Close enough. <laughs> close enough to the Australia pavilion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me a break. Um, something interesting. They, you're right. Jungle Book. I mean, why would they put a show in there to take away a year later? Like, was it that Dude, Because Jungle Book's not,
3: I, Who? Because no one really likes Jungle Book either, man. What? what? No one likes Jungle you, Book. Are you serious right now? Let's see which IP makes more money. Jungle Book or Finding Nemo? But that, that, It wasn't replaced so by Finding Nemo. It was I, replaced was by Jungle Tarzan. Book, how was Jungle Book 2, guys?
1: It was, was replaced Jungle by Book Tarzan. Book it wasn't replaced was by Finding Nemo. Two?
0: I know. How was Jungle Book Part 2? Oh, uh, the remake? Box office success. <laughs> they had Bill Murray in it. They had Idris Elba. The point I'm and trying John to make that is that row. they made
1: a Nemo Part Two, and it was great. It was good. They weren't good at making uh, second movies in the 90s.
2: No, they weren't. No, yeah,
1: but Back also, to the future, think part two, terrible.
2: Think about this. So, you know, they're trying to build. So at the time, you know, we're building a park completely and totally dedicated to all things animals, right? And so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of dig back into the recesses of Disney here and let's find things that we can just put in there that makes sense. You can't get more animal than Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Now, you're right in the sense that it's a it's a vintage movie. You know, your younger kids may not necessarily know who the characters are, though those characters were in the park. I don't know if they are still, um, but they were in the park for the longest time. We have so many pictures with Blue and King Louis yeah. and all of them. So, you know, their presence was definitely there. And so so that was kind of a filler, and I almost wonder just because of the location of the theater, you know where it is, where it's not quite in Dino Land, it's not quite, you know, in Asia, and also Dino Land, if I remember correctly, opened after the park did, and because I feel like Joe, we were weren't you there with us when they did the whole grand opening thing for that? No. I, mean, I don't know, I don't remember. Maybe I'm thinking of just the ride, I the, wish. the Dino, the, the Dino ride, um, the but, one that um, they just dinosaur. No, 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 no. The Primeval um, World? Yeah, Primeval World. That was what it was. We were there for the opening of that. You know, it's kind of in a not themed area. And then you're going to throw a semi-obscure Disney movie in there. So, you know, it, the, the success rate for that's not going to be that high. Not surprised that it didn't, you know, stay around longer than a year.
1: Really? Only a year, though, to give something an opportunity and then take it away for Tarzan? Mm-hmm. Which I, I I agree. Phil Collins, like if you have that. If you have music with him, let's utilize it. Right. That makes sense. But to like get rid of it within you get what a year. He's got, like, two
3: good songs in that movie.
1: I mean, Phil Collins is a legend. He's in, he's great he's like, name. I love Phil Collins. Ooh, the yeah. whole
2: soundtrack for Tarzan's amazing.
0: I don't know. Maybe.
2: <laughs> Quick
0: question uh, before we go to break. Okay. Or you don't go to break. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. First of all, in 1967, Jungle Book grossed um, 328 million dollars. Which in today's equivalent would be three billion dollars. So, also, Alex, we went over this before, but when? when
3: How many you... movies were there? That's like the only movie out. Alex, when do you think they Jungle weren't making Book... movies? You know, Al- it's like, Alex, that's all you can you...
0: go see is Jungle Book. You had no choice. Alex, when do you think Jungle Book came
3: out?
1: I didn't know it was '60s, '67. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was the like '80s earlier. Yeah, no, it was 1967. Wow, I did not know that. I do not think of the, that movie the, being the, that old.
0: The Beatles helped write some of those songs. No, they did not. They did not. <laughs> 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 they were in the movie, though. <laughs> the Beatles were in the movie.
3: Oh, I the lo- vultures, right? Yeah, I love the vulture. <laughs> Those were not really them. <laughs> they wanted them to play the vultures, but they didn't. We need to do the history on Jungle Book next.
0: Yeah, week. we do. You ever hear? Kind of feel with... like that's. You ever hear of Gone with the Wind and the Dirty Dozen, uh Joe? The dirt, the Dirty Dozen with, um, you know. You're probably one of your favorite actors, um, Who, Michael Caine. Um, oh man, Casino Royale. You know James Bond, Snow White. I'm, and Seven I'm just, I'm just Ron naming. Connery? I'm just naming a couple of the movies that Jungle Book beat out that year. This, you were naming non kid movies though. Exactly, they beat all these drama movies out. Uh, well, you name like three. Yeah, to. Bonnie and Clyde. Guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> exactly, man.
2: Listen, it sounds like Chris is on a mission here to completely and totally devalue and dismantle this. Uh.
0: Show. Hey, someone has to be the heel. I actually enjoy this
1: show, guys. (laughs) You do not. Get out of here. (laughs) No, he, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. No, I really do not. In preparation for the Finding Nemo musical, the Theater in the Wild amphitheater was enclosed, turning it into an auditorium. Finding Nemo, the musical, started showing previews of the show on November 5th, 2006. This 40 minute performance had cast members performing musicals on the stage with large puppets. The show was a short version of the hit movie Finding Nemo. The show had many talented people behind the development of the show. Tony Award-winning director Peter Brosius directed the show with Michael Curry, designing the puppets. Curry helped co-design the costumes for the Broadway hit The Lion King. The songs written for the musical were written by award-winning writing duo Robert Lopez and his wife, Kristen Anderson Lopez, who wrote the music for The Book of Mormon and later Frozen. They focused on a single theme for the movie in order to compress the film to a 30-minute show. They decided to design the show around the world being dangerous, and beautiful, and this helps steer the production design to an amazing concept of beauty and chaos. The 40-minute show, which would perform five to six times a day, premiered on January 24, 2007. That same month, the musical was also released on iTunes, with Kristen and Robert voicing Marlon and Dory. Finding Nemo the Musical was a first non-musical animated film that Disney added music to in order to produce a stage show. The show used large puppets that resembled the characters from the film. The performers wore bodysuits to match the characters and performed the songs and dialogue on stage with full facial expressions. They would move around the stage all while holding a large puppet above them, puppeteering the body and face. There were many scenes where performers would run around the stage with kite-looking structures that would resemble jellyfish or other sea creatures.
3: Do you think that it's the same performers um, all the time?
1: Yes. They switch them out. No, 100%. Never miss a day. Well, I mean, you have to be... Every time I saw it, I saw the same uh, puppeteer for Nemo. Yeah, me too. I know that for a fact. The
3: Marlin. I've seen the same one for Marlin, the same puppeteer. It's I think not, it's not a I real mean, fish, Joe. You, it's not. It's not real.
0: No, I'm sorry. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Uh, Alex, I have a question for in you. Chat. You
3: see the picture in chat? <laughs> yeah, I see a picture in chat. Oh, so, that's your friend Jen.
2: Yeah, that's. Oh, that's, um, cool. that's cool. Yeah, he was bloat um, most of the time, this singing voice and all that. So.
0: Jen, is that you? When you were little?
2: Yes, that's me. Wow. <laughs> no, but it's um, it was. Actually. It <laughs> was. It was one of those. That was one of those magic moments where they. Um, so that's. He's actually. He's my husband's friend, and he took us backstage after one of the performances, and the kids all got to meet all the characters. Wow! All
3: the wow! wow yeah, that's so it was. Cool.
2: It was pretty cool. Um, Why did you call me? I don't know. Where we were, were you at in at 2000? Time. Of course we were. So that's probably two, looking at my son, probably 2010,
1: maybe. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And we were definitely hanging out during this time because we used to babysit uh, them all the time. Yeah. Especially Nathan.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah thanks so, for calling me, Jen. Well, <laughs> so it was a pretty cool experience. The kids yeah. were kind of, you can see my son just wasn't quite sure what to do with it because all these, <laughs> all these like big, costumes were like in his face and you know all these people like all excited over this little boy and he was kind of overwhelmed a little bit and my daughter was Which just happy go lucky oblivious mm-hmm. not realizing how cool it was you know
1: yeah yeah so these people um the writers of the music of the music for Finding Nemo went on and wrote Frozen you know one of the most loved Disney movies with musicals as well so they kind yeah. of knew what they're doing in the right music, and then they wrote this music, Chris.
3: Yeah. So the other oh, day I was can't talking put out to hit after students. hit. I guess. <laughs> Dude, it was not. <laughs> this is not that bad. Okay, music in this musical or this this attraction. I was talking to my kids the other day, and they actually like more kids like Frozen Two better than Frozen One. Nah. Well, they're
1: kids. Oh,
0: they can I make agree. Wrong
3: decision. I 100 percent agree.
0: Frozen Two is is much better than Frozen One.
3: I agree. No. Yeah. Um, so
0: we'll say that for another argument, though. Alex, I have a question <laughs> for you. Yes. You said this was the first attraction that music was written for uh, to put into a show or movie that didn't have music, right?
1: That's what I saw.
0: They ever do it again, Alex? I don't know. Hmm. Nothing comes to mind when I think about it. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why they stopped?
1: Stop doing what? <laughs> stop doing what write music for a non-musical music movie to make it a musical hey you know, you know Interesting. um
3: chris is becoming a new adam
2: <laughs> no but i under i get it because it's it's really hard can you imagine taking this is kind of along the lines of uh legally blonde the musical
1: mm-hmm. well the musical okay.
2: Um, so this is a Broadway show that they've, you know, adapted and, you know, interjected music into. I love the movie and I have seen the show once. It was okay, but it wasn't anything that made me, you know, I didn't go into it, you know, excited because they've added music to a movie that I love kind of thing. It's just kind of hard to swallow afterwards.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I agree with Chris. You know, I hear what you guys are saying, but if you ask me, the puppets is what makes the show. No one asked you. No one asked you, Joe. Um, the puppets, uh, yeah, is what makes the show spectacular. The puppets, the puppets are, right? are great. The, the puppets, puppets are, are very, amazing. very. Good. I mean, the huge pelican. Yeah. How cool is that thing? Yeah. I mean, no, the puppet.
0: The puppets are definitely. The jokes are funny. Definitely, the jokes are, are funny. funny. Yes, and a parade would have been really cool to see these puppets go right down the right down that African street and right out of the Harambe market, but they didn't need to sing, Joe. They didn't need to sing. They just sewed those mouths shut. <laughs> <laughs> Are you
3: a big fan of Finding Nemo? The movie, love
0: Finding Nemo. Came out on my birthday, Two thousand one. Did you go? Oh yeah, on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Actually, one of my arms is shorter than the other one. I think I'm related to Nemo.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let me see.
2: Okay.
0: Your lucky, Finn. Yeah, my lucky, Finn. Yeah, I love finding you Don't enough. swim. My aunt was killed by a barracuda. <laughs>
3: Where at? Your aunt? First, time, New first Jersey? time I ever said aunt. I have no New idea Jersey? I said aunt. That's how we say it down here in the
0: South. <laughs> I felt bad saying aunt because I did not want to kill my aunt. I don't think I have an aunt, actually. You don't? Know? No, I actually don't have an aunt.
3: I think more people down here say he
0: She died, Joe. I just aunt. I just told you. I just told you. Did she, you hear she's me? She's dead. Aunts than aunts.
3: Yeah, I, I say aunt. Right? How do you guys say it? Aunt. I say aunt.
2: Aunt.
0: Except for when I go to Auntie Anne's, I say Auntie Anne just to make everyone mad. Auntie Anne. Auntie Anne. <laughs> I can see you doing that. I think the
1: only time I'd say aunt is if I was on like on trial for something. I wouldn't be very proper. <laughs> you <went> on trial?
2: <laughs> trying to boost your credibility there, Alex. No, I did not see but my
1: aunt on my Thursday. Aunt. <laughs> Ask my aunt. She saw me.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. It's unbelievable, laughs> actually.
1: On March 15th, 2020, Disney shut down due to the COVID-19 outbreak. When Disney reopened in July, all stage shows remained closed. On September 14th, 2021, Disney announced a reimagined version of the show would reopen by 2022. Later that year, on November 19th, 2021, Disney announced Funny Nemo the Musical would be replaced by Funny Nemo, The Big Blue, and Beyond, and would debut in summer of 2022. Imagineers worked closely with Pixar Animation Studios to develop the new show. The new story takes place after the film Finding Dory, following the group of fish who escaped from Dr. P. Sherman's dentist office. The setting of the story is the Marine Life Institute, and the performers will still be utilizing puppets to bring the characters of the show to life. The stage has a new 32-foot-long sunken submarine and a 15-foot-tall fish tank volcano. The show has been shortened to 25 minutes, and utilizes an LED wall to allow for immersive storytelling. The show should feature songs from the film, like In the Big Blue World, and Go With the Flow. <laughs> Your favorite!
0: Alex, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up COVID-19, Alex, because during COVID, um, I just, we had to really just appreciate the small things. I, you know, I appreciate the fact that my family was healthy. I appreciated that uh, we were my, my business was able to survive, and I appreciated that it shut down Finding Nemo, the musical. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it's back, though, and it's stronger than ever. It's short in a time,
0: 25 minutes, right? Yeah. Thank goodness.
3: So is that, does that make it better for you?
0: I hope so. Uh, yeah, listen, I'm going to go watch it. I'm still going to go watch it.
2: I was going to say, perhaps the Diz his needs to... Um fun adventure for chris and fly him down
0: oh, for chris opening day being, he can
2: be the first person in line oh for my the first God. Show.
0: Oh, oh man let's I'll be like that, find that food critic from ratatouille yeah <laughs> and you
3: know, if you want to make that happen uh just join our patreon all you gotta do is go to dishis.com <laughs> should, should we do a should we happen? do a
0: uh, a critic tier where you can pay for my flight to be the critic of um of finding Dory the Musical. Yeah, I guess it's Finding Dory the musical now, right?
3: No, it's Finding Nemo. It's Finding Nemo
0: still. But it's, it's about Dory, right? Do you think if no. they
3: changed it to Finding Dory, you would like it?
0: Um, no, because I'm anti-Ellen.
3: You just, yeah.
1: You just you <laughs> Joey Mizanted this whole show. She yeah. treats
0: her employees horribly.
1: Um, you know, we were talking about the seats being uncomfortable, and I said we'll come back to it, and I totally forgot that we talked yeah. about it earlier. So because when they built it, it was an amphitheater right? Uh, Amphitheaters don't have comfortable seats. And I guess mm -hmm. they didn't upgrade those seats when they moved it to a actual theater or whatever you call it, when they enclose it, which is why the seats are so uncomfortable. Maybe Uh,
2: they've upgraded it now.
1: That would be sweet. uh, Those seats were very uncomfortable. So it would be cool if they upgraded those seats for sure. But I'm excited about seeing the new LED screen because that's going to be really awesome behind those puppets. That will be cool I'm excited
2: to see.
3: I can't wait to go and see the new 32 foot long sunken submarine. Yeah. I think that's going to be really cool. Ryan's saying, chat, all Disney shows have terrible seating. I kind of agree with yeah, them. Yeah, their seats are the best. And the seats, some of the seats are not that bad. The seats they're at the Pixar uh, things. No, how about the seats over at the Pixar, the short thing at Epcot? Those are nice seats.
2: Listen, they're not going to make comfortable seats because they don't want people hanging out.
0: <laughs> that's true, too. That's, that's, true. that's true.
2: It's uncomfortable. Get up, get out. We have more people to sit.
0: That's true. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs>
3: Quick fire, quick
2: facts. Let's go. Theater in the Wild is the largest theater at Animal Kingdom.
1: The Puppet Crush is around the same size of a car and requires multiple cast members to operate it.
0: In 2009, Finding Nemo the Musical was given the Thea Award for Best Live Show from the Themed Entertainment Association.
1: The Puppet for Nigel the Pelican stands over 22 feet tall. We here at Diz His cannot wait for Finding Nemo the Big Blue and beyond to debut this summer. We all here think Finding Nemo the musical was a great show and really love the style of puppeteering used to bring the characters to life. We can't wait for an updated and improved version of the Finding Nemo show.
0: Oh, hey, a package. It's from Joe. wonder what it is. Sweet. Three Cheeky Chicks. Mickey Waffles. Wow, this smells delicious. I don't mind if I do. <coughs> Three Cheeky Chicks Candle Company. Come check us out at magicallyscented.com, where you can get smells like Pirate Water, Burnt Empire, Best Day Ever, Tiki Room, <laughs> and I can assure you, it smells a lot better than it tastes. And don't forget to use promo code DizHis20 to get 20% off your purchase. Magicallyscented.com. We make your house smell like Walt Disney. Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World. World. Right. Not the guy. Uh, That would be weird. But you know what? If you do want your house to smell like Walt Disney, shoot us a message. I'm sure we can do it at MagicallyScented.com.
1: Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey guys, wanna hear something cool? Do you wanna be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the goof troop. Just go to DizHiz.com and on the top, there's a link. DizHiz, is, is review, review.
3: So D plus this week is going to be the movie Descendants, uh, you know, This is, I think, I love the concept for this movie. My son was really into it, you know. Um, My nieces and nephews, you know, Alex's kids are really into it. So I'm kind of like, Alex, can I take the charge on this? Because he's watched this many
1: times. (laughs) I've watched this way more times than a (laughs) a 33-year-old. There was a party. Your kids had a party. That's right. Our kids had a Descendants-themed birthday party. That's how much of a Descendants fans they were during that time of their life. And uh, I've watched this one. I've watched number two a bunch. And I've watched number three. And you know what? We cannot wait for number four. So um, we, we love, I think the music is good in the show, in the movie. And the con- like Joe said, the concept of the kids of all the bad characters coming to intertwine with the kids of the good characters, I think it's a, it's a cool um, concept. I think, it's
3: orig- I think it's like an original idea, right? That they kind of came up with. For like an off... I mean, this wasn't in the movie theaters, right? Descendants the wasn't in the movie theaters, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I think know. it was just like straight to like Disney I, Channel type yeah, thing.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I don't know if Descendants uh, 1 would be the only one that was in theaters. I don't know if it was. I don't think it but was. But the other one's definitely um, not. That's for but sure. But I,
3: I think it's a great idea, for sure. Uh, I think it's a good movie. I think the kids really like it. I know my son you know he wasn't really into it at first but after you know your kids were into it and then his friends were into it uh we actually had like a party where we kind of set up a big screen and a projector out by like by the pool we watched descendants we had like s'mores and stuff like that it was a lot of fun uh but the concept's great i think this is one of those movies like for like i can kind of relate it to uh what's that mummy movie that i think it was like Nickelodeon? was that on, on disney what was it? under wraps whatever yes you know like growing up it kind of reminds me of this type of feel it's not like you know movie theater quality but it's a good story enjoyable to watch yeah um so i think chris said you wanted to mention something about it right chris about the concept
0: i was a little too old for this when it came out 2015 i was uh a couple years into college so i know nothing that i really be interested in watching now i did uh i am familiar with the concept i think the concept's really cool my favorite thing about it is this is like the uh it's like the multiverse of madness but with the uh with these all these different uh characters clashing which which is kind of funny because i was looking at the cast and i think it's funny that they have all these like superpower type people like these you know they're kids of this you know jafar and the evil queen and then you have like the the child of cruella deville who's yeah. just just a the child of like a really nasty mean character like it's like he's like they have no they have no ability other than slaughtering dogs but um but they somehow are at the same level as all the other kids which would be um i i wonder is the is that a cool character the child of Deville?
1: yeah he was he was a good character he was yeah. afraid of dogs
0: okay that's kind of funny he's yeah. the one who passed away right
1: <laughs> correct he was the one passed away
0: oh what's his name
1: his name was cameron boyce
0: Okay, yeah, I do know him. And he oh, was sad.
1: Yeah, he was good and uh they are coming out with a new one, I believe. And uh I think it's well, I know they had the wedding come out, but it was animation and okay. uh they did not he was not in that they didn't use his character because he couldn't. Is he do the gonna voice. be in the
0: is he gonna he's not gonna be in the new one then? Actually they, they, there's they not a new one. It? The
1: new one was the animation one. We okay. were just waiting for it to come out and he was not in it and they did not replace him. Gotcha. That's cool. Um and I like you said, they had some cool characters. I mean, they had good actresses in this movie. Like, Kristen Chenoweth is in this movie, playing Maleficent. And Kathleen Najimi was in this movie, playing Evil Queen. Mm-hmm. So, like, they yep. had actual people in the movie. And then, I think the main actress of the movie itself, uh, Dove Cameron, I think she's a really good actress. Uh, Boo Boo Stewart, who played oh. the son of uh, yeah. Jafar, he ended up going on Broadway and doing the live performance of the Grinch. He was mm-hmm. um, the older dog.
3: There's someone right now that's on the radio that has a song out. That's really popular. I forget who exactly who it is, but um, I think it's a girl and she has like a hit single that's out right now. And she's from the descendants.
1: Oh, really? It could be many of the girls. Cause a lot of the girls were, I mean, of course it was a musical. So all the characters could sing and all the actresses mm-hmm. and actors could sing. Of course.
3: Yeah, but definitely a good movie.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I like Descendants. Descendants two was good. Descendants three was not as great. But like you said, it was a straight to movie, uh, straight to movie or straight to TV movie, and of course and, later a straight to streaming movie. And, and you, Jen, you haven't tell. seen it? You no, tell.
2: I haven't seen any of them.
3: Oh man, you should. I think you should watch them. I think you would like them for sure.
1: They made up a sport <laughs> for this movie, which the sport looked pretty cool. It was like a mixture of lacrosse, but with shields and swords. So oh, really. Yes, murder. You're talking about, you're talking, about uh, you're talking about LARP, Larping. Yeah, it was almost like Larping.
3: <laughs> I think I saw like a video that like uh, magic missile, whatever.
1: What? <laughs> hey,
3: I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top.
1: Check us out on Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to weebiegeekspc.com. That's com, and listen to all the other awesome podcasts as well as this is. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week, we have a weekly movie club where between May 30th and June 5th, we'll be watching Cruella. Share your thoughts in the Weekly Movie Club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, and I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D-Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every Sunday. See you there.
3: Yeah, Jen, what, obviously, you know, it's been a couple of weeks because you were sick, but you went somewhere super cool, went to Disneyland. How was your trip?
2: So, it was fast, but it was good. Um, got to ride... So the, the backstory was we had family members that were taking a vacation to Southern California and they were asking us for information and things like that. And so we're giving them all the stuff. And then they mentioned something about Disneyland and we're telling them about that. And they're like, what if you guys just came with us for the weekend and, you know, just kind of took us around Disneyland. Cause we've never been there. We don't know what to do and whatever. And so my husband and I thought, well, that's just kind of crazy. Let's do it. So we literally flew out on a Saturday morning and we went to Disney on Sunday and flew back on Monday, which is crazy. But we did it and it was fun. You get a lot done. We did actually. Um, thankfully, we kind of know how to use the. um the genie plus out there it works so much better it works really? so really
3: oh really better. why why does it work better out there than in here do you have any ideas why
2: we were talking about it and we think it's a combination of it's not utilized as much because disneyland is more of a local crowd and so um you you have people that you know they, they're there frequently and so perhaps it's just not something they want to invest in um never had be kind any of the issues that you have with it out here that you have out there they're always available um we probably did hmm, 15 rides on it between the two parks
1: wow mm-hmm. um,
2: So, um, I mean, then we did it, we opened till probably about 11 o'clock at night and it closed at midnight. And that was bouncing between back and forth between the two parks. So, um, wow.
3: It's long days.
2: It was a long day. So but cool things that um, we didn't see last time we were there is they just put the hyperspace mountain overlay back on Space Mountain. And that is the Star Wars themed overlay. Oh, um, wow. I wasn't sure why they did that. But apparently, I guess the Star Wars celebration is coming to Anaheim here in the next month or so. And that's why they did it. So um, that's really cool. I like that a lot. So um, did you see they- the electrical parade and stuff? i did yes
3: oh man that's cool
2: so got to see that um hyperspace mountain um crowds were not terrible um you know just average crowds and of course disneyland food is so much better than disney world food is it Everything really is. why oh my gosh so much better Wow. disneyland has the best corn dogs ever fresh hand-dipped corn dogs right on main street what? Their churros are better
1: no way um
2: yes there is the one thing that my son wanted us to bring back because of course you know we're asking the kids hey do you want us to bring anything back for you my son was like yeah chimichanga i'm dead serious I'm like <laughs> you can't do that he's like can't you just bring a cooler I'm like i don't think it'll stay good like that bro like no <laughs> he's like but if you can do it just bring like five like, <laughs> that, that's what he wanted was a disneyland chimichanga so where do you get the,
3: where you get the chimichanga from like out in the street it, cart it's or a,
2: there's a there they have little booths almost like food and wine booths kind of sort of like in different locations and so over by the Matterhorn is just this little nondescript booth and it has like chimichangas and street corn And um, it was, it's just good. (laughs) So, um, so we went there, ate that and just kind of munched our way through. And I'm telling you, the food is better. It really is. I
3: mean, mean, how about about this? So, obviously, there's only two parks there, right? So, Mm -hmm. at Epcot, I mean, they don't have like an Epcot, so... Do you think the reason why they have better food at one park is because the food that they have that's good is they don't have enough kind of parks to spread it out. You see what I'm trying to say?
2: No. Like, um. Well, if you're th- if you're talking around the lines of like festival food and stuff like that, they still do a food and wine festival. They just do it at California cool. Adventure uh mm-hmm. so you know they have different things in fact we just missed a food festival um they do things like they there's bigger celebrations for chinese New year out there um there's a whole in california adventure there's a whole market of food um based off of the movies like encanto and things like that i mean i could just go on and on and on but our entire family is definitely a disneyland family we we just like it better. i need
3: to go i can't wait
2: you, you really do. It, it's an experience, and it's it's really nice to be able to park hop because they're literally across the way from each other.
3: Mm-hmm. It's um, kind of like Islands of Adventure to Universe Studios, right?
2: Yes.
1: I have a question, so, Jen. Um,
2: even closer, actually.
1: Is this the first time in a while you and Alan have been in a, a Disney park without the kids? Yes. So that one's been how interesting. How was it? You recommend it?
2: Oh, 100%. <laughs> Actually, we were when we were talking about like packing and all of this stuff, like that. You know, the night before we were getting ready to go, I'm like, this is so calm.
1: Yeah, you have not much to bring with you.
2: No, my suitcase was half full. (laughs)
1: <laughs> because
2: i'm like i don't even know what i like usually i'm worrying about the kids making sure they have everything security going through the airport security with the kids when you got to go through fast and yeah. who's got to take the shoes off and who doesn't and who you know nathan forgets his laptop in the bag and then we get flagged <laughs> by security like none of that it was just calm and easy
1: <laughs> so, nice. so disney without your kids two thumbs up
2: Two thumbs
1: up! Definitely. You get a magic point for that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's that's pretty much all I did. Well, because then the rest of the time it was COVID. So.
3: Oh, but did you watch Chippendale?
2: No, I didn't yet.
3: Oh, okay. We're gonna talk. I briefly heard it's about good. That. It's it's okay. It's good. I mean, I like it. It's
2: okay. See, okay. Yeah. So here's the thing: the person that I heard it's good from is not emotionally invested into the rescue rangers of the '90s.
3: Yeah.
1: So
2: I feel like I'm going to have a harder time with it because of that.
1: Well, okay. I saw it and Chris saw it now. And I saw it too. And Oh, you did see it, Joe. Yeah. Oh, good. So I see it. Mm, go ahead. Okay. This is the only thing in Disney I did this week. So, uh, this is my, this week in Disney, I would say, unless you guys have nothing else as well, then this will be our this week in Disney. But I watched this and I thought it was really good. um, I thought it was – the storyline wasn't as good as it should have been, could have been. Like it kind of was not – I don't think the story was as good as it could have been, but
0: – Can you explain that? I, what was bad? see, because that's why I, I thought the movie was so good. This is all I did in the week of Disney, too, so we just kind of talk it out together. But um, I thought that – and I, I, I'm surprised to hear this from me you because like, you love satire. I love satire. I that, thought this
1: movie was just that was the satire. Best, that was the best part of the movie. Not yeah, the and story. Like the
0: whole plot of the movie was just satirical, which I thought was hilarious. Like bootlegging characters. Yes,
1: that was hilarious. Yes, but I'm saying like the way How they did he get all the rights to all that though. It's it's copy. It's what it is. Is it's um, first it's off a lot of it. Law, right? A lot of it is Disney, and then they also use parody law. Like they called him Ugly Sonic. They never called him Sonic. He was only always Ugly Sonic. <laughs> and then because mm-hmm. he has, he looks different. It's a parody. So you're allowed yeah. to do parodies of of stuff. And so like like you said, the the concept was amazing. The satire was the best part. I think yes. the flow of the story was where it lacked for me. The flow from one area to another was where it lacked for me. Um I found myself very bored of it. Like I'd say if it has four parts in the third part, I found myself getting kind of bored of the movie. But mm. so many people in this movie. So many people. I, I love that my lonely... favorite yeah. was what, E.T. what was your versus favorite versus Batman? well what'd you say E.T. what
0: E.T. versus Batman yeah E.T. Oh. versus
1: Batman that was funny <laughs> I love it was good man it was good it was I, funny I, I did I, like it what they did to everybody how they threw they threw Flounder in there and his, he looked all weird Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was really funny That um, was really funny so many people in this movie like the cast the amount of people yeah. they had in this movie is ridiculous and then Lonely Island uh, reconnected because all three of them are in this movie as well and, wow um, what are you talking about well um, the guy with the glasses in Lonely Island, he was a director. He also voiced like five people. Oh, he was the director? He Keith? W- Akiva. Akiva was the Rescue Rangers director.
0: I did not know that. Yeah,
1: I recognized him immediately. No wonder I liked and it so much. And then Jorma did, actually did the voice for Batman. Uh, as well as two other characters, um, but like, I mean, Seth Rogen was hilarious. I love how he yeah. was a character, oh, and, and then he was yeah. a, he was he played he voiced four different characters in one scene of all of his characters that, laughing that was really in his great. voice, which was hilarious.
0: And you know what's really funny? The most the the funniest joke I thought in that whole movie because. On the No New Friends podcast, I bashed the Polar Express because I think the animation style is so
1: creepy. Yes, and that was one of the funniest the jokes. Yeah, like, everyone like says that. Eye, everyone says that. Everyone says the Polar that. Express eyes. Yeah, everyone says that. <laughs> <laughs> I liked when they went to the other side of the tracks. It gave me definitely a Roger Rabbit feel when they did that. Oh, yeah. Yep.
3: Hey, did you guys notice that when they were looking through like that, remember they were kind of torturing? I forget who it was at the end. I think they were torturing who was it, Dale or something like that at the end, mm-hmm. right? And they were going through, like, the torture, like, little things. There's, like, a needle. There was, like, a scalpel or whatever. And then they had Dip. Did they really?
1: Yeah. No, you know, I from, like, didn't
3: know No, I missed yeah. that one. Oh, uh, that was so cool. I, I love all the nods, you know, to the different uh, cartoons and different, like, pop culture things. I love, I feel like it was good. Like, I'm going to watch it again, right? But I feel like they were just trying too hard almost in a way. Yeah, which is fine.
0: Right. That's yeah. what I liked uh, about it. Yeah, that I liked. that what you liked your, about it? That Yeah, I liked that it was in your face stupid. It was like it was good old like Monty Python style humor where it's just like they know that they're dumb and they're putting it in your face like it's dumb. Like it's so stupid. The fact that that they were actual actors in a show like that, like, like in the Rescue Rangers <laughs> show. Like, yes, it's so stupid, but in like the funniest way possible.
3: Yeah, yeah. And uh, Alex, you were mention- mentioning the Lonely Island Boys, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> not the,
3: not the what, what's in the, what was it? Island, what, the Island Boys? What is it?
1: <laughs> They're called the what's Lonely an Island, not the Lonely Island. Okay, the, lonely, the lonely Island you Boys. Didn't match, you didn't
3: mention Andy Samberg, though.
1: Well, yeah, everyone knows Andy Samberg's in the movies. Yeah. He's the lead. He's yeah. one of the leads. He didn't even really sound like Andy Samberg. He kind of had like a different
0: like, like chipmunk accent. He
1: did a little bit, yeah. Chipmunk nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I love, uh, I love Captain Putty and yeah, it made me realize really oh yeah how a putty character can be so like dominant in a fight like he was very good <laughs> in that fight because of the way a putty can work oh i actually
0: have one really bad observation from this movie the worst part about this movie by far was that the lead woman actor yes. who was the
1: cop she wasn't very oh good oh my horrible like yeah. oh, so yeah. you could I thought tell she was she the bad was, guy
0: yeah, because well, she's such I, a bad then, actress.
1: I thought she was a bad you, guy.
0: You could tell she was talking to nothing. Like, right. You could tell that the people that the yes. that, that the chipmunks weren't really there. Yeah. Like in that new Star Lord uh, clip from the uh, Mission Rewind when he's talking to someone that's not really there, and you just you just like why tell. can't they fix that? I know. Uh, <laughs> well, you have to pay someone you have to pay someone more money well, to be a better actor. You can just that.
3: look at it. You can, you <laughs> see it on the screen. Like you can see it all. Like un- <sighs> That makes me so upset. And it's like. That,
0: it was out, she terrible. Was, she was, it's yeah.
3: terrible. You know, like Jurassic Park, though, or, or like one of those movies, and they're like not even looking at the dinosaur. How bad it would be? No, like, I, I feel like they couldn't like mat. Like that's it's so old. Like why have they not mastered that like oh technique?
0: My. I also did like when um when they you're talking about that alteration machine when oh, yeah I won't, when the one of the the villains get zapped by it right and one of the villains' legs was Woody was yes. Woody's leg yes <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, and all the um the bootleggers, uh all like the, the the trophies of all the stuff that he took from all the Disney characters. It was hilarious. The wall of trophies Yes, the
1: wall of trophies was funny.
0: <laughs> the, oh man, it's it's kind of crazy that Disney put out this
1: movie. like it it's, is crazy. And, it doesn't seem like a Disney movie.
0: I was reading it you article. need to watch it like tonight? Yeah, it's
1: great. I, guess. I, was, I was reading it Do article. I really need to yeah, watch it?: You should, should watch it.: like... No, you should watch it with Nathan. It'd be hilarious. He'd like it, probably
0: i was reading an article and they said that the, the creators of this movie um pitched this idea to disney with expectations of them shooting it down completely right like like <laughs> we wanted to we wanted to make the most obnoxious like bizarre movie ever i was like yeah go for it so, so they did it and, and it turned like it's it's getting universally reviewed like very well like mm. seven eight out of tens from both critics and audience like that's pretty rare for a like a a movie like this to be reviewed that
1: well. Well, it's just It was just a really enjoyable movie. Both these writers were writers for How I Met Your Mother. Oh, God, see, I didn't know had, that. They
0: had really good... T- see, writing can go a long way. Yeah. And that's one of the
3: great things about Disney Plus, is I feel like now, the executives or wherever they're yeah. pitching the ideas to, they're like, oh, whatever. It's on Disney Plus. What's right. the worst, like, can, like, what's the worst gonna, that can happen? We're not going to put know, it in right? theaters.
1: We'll put it on Disney Plus.
3: And yeah, so nice. because there's so many... And guess what? There's some things on Disney Plus that's, you know... They bought Fox so there's like Simpsons mm-hmm. I mean that's not really Disney like yeah. Simpsons and stuff like that so yeah. they can go ahead and kind of push the envelope just a little bit yes. and be okay Yeah, yep. that's the his on Finding Nemo the big blue and beyond Chris's favorite attraction I'm Joe I'm Alex I'm Jen I'm Chris thanks for listening and have a magical week